Section 12 of Prayers and Meditations by Samuel Johnson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. 1773, the 1st of January. Almighty God, by whose mercy my life has been yet prolonged to another year, grant that thy mercy may not be vain. Let not my years be multiplied to increase my guilt, but as age advances, let me become more pure in my thoughts, more regular in my desires, and more obedient to thy laws. Let not the care of the world distract me, nor the evils of age overwhelm me, but continue and increase thy loving kindness towards me. And when thou shalt call me hence, receive me to everlasting happiness, for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good Friday, the 9th of April. On this day I went twice to church, and Boswell was with me. I had forborne to attend divine service for some time in the winter, having a cough which would have interrupted both my attention and that of others. But when the cough grew less troublesome, I did not regain the habit of going to church, though I did not wholly omit it. I found the service not burdensome nor tedious, though I could not hear the lessons. I hope in time to take pleasure in public worship. On this whole day I took nothing of nourishment but one cup of tea without milk, but the fast was very inconvenient. Towards night I grew fretful and impatient, unable to fix my mind or govern my thoughts, and felt a very uneasy sensation in both my stomach and head, compounded, as it seemed, with laxity and pains. From this uneasiness, of which, when I was not asleep, I was sensible all night, I was relieved in the morning by drinking tea and eating the soft part of a penny loaf. Saturday, the 10th of April, I dined on cakes and found myself filled and satisfied. Having offered my prayers to God, I will now review the last year. Of the spring and summer, I remember that I was able in those seasons to examine and improve my dictionary, and was seldom withheld from the work but by my own unwillingness. Of my nights I have no distinct remembrance, but believe that, as in many foregoing years, they were painful and restless. O God, grant that I may not misspend or lose the time which thou shalt yet allow me. For Jesus Christ's sake, have mercy upon me. My purpose is to attain, in the remaining part of the year, as much knowledge as can easily be had of the Gospels and the Pentateuch. Concerning the Hebrew I am in doubt. I hope likewise to enlarge my knowledge of divinity by reading, at least once a week, some sermon or small theological tract, or some portion of a larger work. To this important and extensive study, my purpose is to appropriate part of every Sunday, Holy Day, Wednesday and Friday, and to begin with the Gospels. Perhaps I may not be able to study the Pentateuch before next year. My general resolution, to which I humbly implore the help of God, is to methodise my life, to resist sloth. 
I hope from this time to keep a journal. Nota bene. On Friday I read the first of Mark and Clark's Sermon on Faith. On Saturday I read little, but wrote the foregoing account and the following prayer. The 10th of April, near midnight. Almighty God, by whose mercy I am now about to commemorate the death of my Redeemer, grant that from this time I may so live, as that his death may be efficacious to my eternal happiness. Enable me to conquer all evil customs. Deliver me from evil and vexatious thoughts. Grant me light to discover my duty, and grace to perform it. As my life advances, let me become more pure and more holy. Take not from me thy Holy Spirit, but grant that I may serve thee with diligence and confidence. And when thou shalt call me hence, receive me to everlasting happiness. For the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Easter Sunday, the 11th of April, 1773. I had more disturbance in the night than had been customary for some weeks past. I rose before nine in the morning and prayed and drank tea. I came, I think, to church in the beginning of the prayers. I did not distinctly hear the psalms and found that I had been reading the psalms for Good Friday. I went through the litany, after a short disturbance, with tolerable attention. After sermon, I perused my prayer in the pew, then went nearer the altar, and being introduced into another pew, used my prayer again, and recommended my relations, with Bethurst and Boothby, then my wife again by herself. Then I went nearer the altar, and read the collects chosen for meditation. I prayed for Salisbury, and, I think, the Thrales. I then communicated with calmness, used the collect for Easter Day, and returning to the first pew, prayed my prayer the third time. I came home, again used my prayer in the Easter collect, then went into the study to Boswell, and read the Greek Testament. Then dined, and when Boswell went away, ended the four first chapters of St. Matthew, and the Beatitudes of the fifth. I then went to evening prayers, and was composed. I gave the pew-keepers each five shillings and three pence. The 12th of April, near one in the morning, I used my prayer with my ordinary devotions, and hoped to lead henceforth a better life. Friday, the 18th of June, 1773. This day, after dinner, died Mrs. Salisbury. She had for some days almost lost the power of speaking. Yesterday, as I touched her hand and kissed it, she pressed my hand between her two hands, which she probably intended as the parting caress. At night her speech returned a little, and she said, among other things, to her daughter, I have had much time, and I hope I have used it. This morning, being called about nine to feel her pulse, I said at parting, God bless you, for Jesus Christ's sake. She smiled as pleased. She had her senses perhaps to the dying moment. 
the 22nd of July, 1773. This day I found this book, with the resolutions, some of which I had forgotten, but remembered my design of reading the Pentateuch and the Gospels, though I have not pursued it. Of the time past since these resolutions were made, I can give no very laudable account. Between Easter and Whitsuntide, having always considered the time as propitious to study, I attempted to learn the low Dutch language. My application was very slight, and my memory very fallacious, though whether more than in my earlier years I am not very certain. My progress was interrupted by a fever which, by the imprudent use of a small print, left an inflammation in my useful eye, which was not removed but by two copious bleedings, and the daily use of cathartics for a long time. The effect yet remains. My memory has been for a long time very much confused. Names and persons and events slide away strangely from me, but I grow easier. The other day, looking over old papers, I perceived a resolution to rise early always occurring. I think I was ashamed or grieved to find how long and how often I had resolved what yet, except for about one half year, I have never done. My nights are now such as give me no quiet rest. Whether I have not lived resolving till the possibility of performance is past, I know not. God help me, I will yet try. Talisker in Sky, the 24th of September, 1773. On last Saturday was my 64th birthday. I might perhaps have forgotten it, had not Boswell told me of it, and, what pleased me less, told the family at Dunvegan. The last year is added to those of which little use has been made. I tried in the summer to learn Dutch, and was interrupted by an inflammation in my eye. I set out in August on this journey to Skye. I find my memory uncertain, but hope it is only by a life immethodical and scattered. Of my body, I do not perceive that exercise, or change of air, has yet either increased the strength or activity. My nights are still disturbed by flatulencies. My hope is, for resolution I dare no longer call it, to divide my time regularly, and to keep such a journal of my time as may give me comfort in reviewing it. But when I consider my age and the broken state of my body, I have great reason to fear lest death should lay hold upon me while I am yet only designing to live but I have yet hope. Almighty God, most merciful Father, look down upon me with pity. Thou hast protected me in childhood and youth. Support me, Lord, in my declining years. Preserve me from the dangers of sinful presumption. Give me, if it be best for me, stability of purposes and tranquillity of mind. Let the year which I have now begun be spent to thy glory and to the furtherance of my salvation. Take not from me thy Holy Spirit, but as death approaches, prepare me to appear joyfully in thy presence.
for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. End of section 12.